0: Did you know that you're weird? You're Wonderfully Weird. Join us for the next few minutes as Drake Hunter, Senior Pastor at Elevating Life Church in Fort Morgan, Colorado, and author of the upcoming book, Wonderfully Weird, helps us to understand how to live that Wonderfully Weird life to the fullest every single moment of every day. I'm your host, John Waters. Now, Wonderfully Weird Living, with pastor and author, Drake Hunter. Well, welcome back once again to Wonderfully Weird Living. I'm John Waters. Joining me, as always, pastor and author Drake Hunter. Hello. Hello and uh, good morning. It's good to see you, John. Well, it's always a pleasure to see you too. And <laughs> I wish you know I should start recording earlier in these podcasts because you and I have conversations prior to yes. the uh, recording the podcast that really would be beneficial for people to listen to as well. <laughs> but uh, that's just us getting ready for this.
1: Yeah, and and let me say this. Per- preparation in the sense of me. uh, And you help so much, John, because as you know, I have a a pretty active calendar. And then getting into this experience and those prior uh, just small conversations we have, very meaningful to me. And and I appreciate that because I got to get my mind, of course, wrapped around this experience, the podcast. And 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 as I share every week, I'm so excited to be here with you. And so thank you for doing that prior to that. But yes, we get into some pretty... um, Uh, Deep conversations, personal conversations uh, that are meaningful to us, of
0: course. Right. Well, and uh, before we get into uh, what we talked about or what you talked about on Sunday, um, we mentioned it, I believe, last week, but want to really get it out there that your book, Wonderfully Weird, is now available. um, It's available through your um, uh, publisher, which is Westbow. That's right and then also through Amazon and Barnes and Noble, but probably the best way to do it is you have a website.
1: Yes, go directly to the website, which actually helps uh, the Wonderfully Weird brand now and, and, and helping us really uh, get the revenue going to really uh, get the content and everything we're, we're gonna be doing in the next year now with this new brand that I've put in place to really get us going where we're gonna really
0: help people really find their true self and that purpose. And if you can remember the name of this podcast, then you can remember the name of the web website right. because it's the same wonderfullyweirdliving.com that's right Exactly like the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, so go there, get your own copy of uh, Drake's book, Wonderfully Weird, and uh, uh, follow along as we talk about things uh, that are in the book, as well as things that you've talked about at Elevating Life Church, which this week, uh, the message you presented, Sweet Emotion, based upon uh, using the uh, uh, Aerosmith song, Sweet Emotion, but fear, which uh, is something that um, all of us experience in different ways at different times. And you asked a question, and this is what I want to start with. In your message on Sunday, you asked the question, is fear hampering your faith and causing undue hardship in life, wow! What a question that we need to ask ourselves. Yeah,
1: and it very well could be. Uh, and and so we do have to ask those questions when it comes to emotions. Now we know fear is one emotion out of the many emotions that exist out there. But uh, you know, coming in and honing in on on the subject of fear and really uh, understanding uh, what that is, especially in the Christian faith because, as we know, Jesus uh, many times asked the question, why so afraid, mm-hmm. uh, over and over again? And so, yes, that uh, sweet emotion that uh, I leaned into uh, this last
0: Sunday was fear. Well, and I was going to say, Jesus asked that same question just more succinctly. You asked, is fear hampering your faith and causing undue hardship in life? And Jesus <laughs> said, why so afraid? Yes. What's- what, uh, have you so little faith? Yes, that's, that's right, and that bri- that brings up the uh, thought in my mind of fear and faith are basically polar opposites. You have one, or you have the other. They really cannot coexist. Right, and
1: and of course in the context of the fear of man, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's exactly right because the fear of God is nothing more than faith. Right, and so the, absolutely right. They're polar opposite. You cannot, uh, if you're looking for health, uh, fear can't be part of that, that picture because uh, the, the man's fear is what leads us really to a very unhealthy life in all dimensions of life, physically,
0: emotionally, socially, and in all, all of the different areas of life. Uh, it can't coexist. So that question is fear hampering your faith and causing undue hardship in life. The answer is yes. Yes. And now let's move on and talk about what it is that that fuels fear. Why we feel that that emotion of fear. Right. And and I contra I did a
1: contrast message on Sunday, uh, nerves versus fears. Now Paul would put it this way: your flesh versus faith Mm -hmm. and and so uh opening up that the the conversation or the message if you will with you know nerves because nerves are getting blamed for everything and i'm speaking in the in the context or the framework of christianity and well jesus did not blame nerves of the physical brain he blamed fears Mm-hmm. that sit in our mind through our thoughts and through how we're processing things. And of course, the Bible says to have the mind of Christ, to think as God thinks and, uh, or thought or however you want to put that, uh, is, is really uh, the, the discussion that we need to have because the world is telling us it's the nerves, it's mm-hmm. the flesh, it's the physical self. Well, uh, there's truth to that, but what is causing that to, to go into an unhealthy and let's say a unhealthy mental state because we know we live in a day and age that uh, the mental health industry is doing quite well in these days and we have to start asking the question perhaps we were talking about this a little bit earlier uh, the why question
0: why is this happening mm-hmm. and so well and you know, you're talking about nerves, and of course, uh, you know, we tell people all the time, you're getting on my nerves, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but what is it? Let's step back, ask that question. Yes. What is it that has led me to that point where whatever it is you're saying or doing is bothering me like yeah. that? What is it in the emotions, the negative side of the emotions, Uh, that I have allowed to happen in my mind that has allowed or has taken me to that point.
1: Right. And and we have to go to that command of Jesus known as uh, judge not. Mm -hmm. Because what happens oftentimes is we're listening uh, or we're taking in these different uh, uh, modes of communication through different channels and all that. Uh, we'll say the five senses intuition, but what are we doing? We're taking that in and we jump to conclusions without listening. And before we know it, uh, what, what happens here is we interpret that without even re- realizing it with our subconscious mind, and then we're reacting and we're judging before we're even listening. And we have to be so careful with that because now we're processing feelings and thoughts, or should I say thoughts, thin feelings. Uh, And and then what happens is we just kind of react, and then we project our words, and then what happens is somebody receives that, and then our thoughts go awry, and then all of a sudden we're feeling unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And and so, uh, you know i'm being cautious here because i don't want to go too deep with this conversation because you can go extremely deep with nerves and in the mind and all that and that's not the intent of of the podcast but we do have to recognize you know as you said you're getting on my nerves really what are we saying there well through whatever however you're interpreting it rather than than setting it aside and just listening well, you're irritating me. You're frustrating some emotion or, excuse me, some a feeling. And then, with that, without realizing it, we project and we give emotions off. And then, before we know it, we're not communicating well at all. And what we're doing is just going back and forth with the different fears that we have. Uh, we're interpreting it based on the fears. This guy thinks I'm stupid, or this person thinks uh, whatever it is. It, it turns into be. It turns into. Uh, a communication nightmare when we're not following my whole point the commands of jesus judge not and learn to listen that whole command is
0: to learn to listen objectively john right <laughs> well and that's it exactly objectively <laughs> yes uh, in the truth rather than subjectively in what i'm feeling right and, and and you do have to
1: interpret your feelings but oftentimes feelings could be misleading Because, you know, based on conditioning, all kinds of uh, different situations and circumstances, those feelings will come and go. You cannot help your feelings. But what you can help is to make a choice to interpret those feelings and to share uh, the healthy expression of what that might be. We'll say emotions through words and tone and behavior, uh, nonverbals. And really make sure that we're doing all we can to add value to life. Mm -hmm. rather than what we do quite often. And what do we do? We take away life without intention. But man, are we often mean to one another without realizing it? Not only with our words, but with the tone behind that word or those nonverbal action. And before we know it, we're trying to interpret this subjectively, and it just doesn't work. Why? Because you are a small world. That only works on Mars, as I share often. So we have to be objectively. So what does that mean? We have to learn to listen, learn, as Paul said, I've learned the secrets or the mystery of God. Well, that word learn means objectively. So let's learn how to listen properly through objective means that we can truly be a benefit in any relationship we are in and we're not causing fear or freaking each other out or just having a, a unhealthy Uh, experience. Let's make it a very healthy experience by doing our part and being mature and learning objectively what true listening is all about.
0: Let's delineate a little more between um, healthy fear and unhealthy fear. And you talked about this a little bit. Of course, you have the fear of God, which is faith. But there's also times that fear, uh, for example, if if, um, you're in a situation where um, a car is about to to, oh yes uh, hit your car yes. yes there is fear there which heightens the senses helps you to react and and that sort of thing that is a healthy type of fear but what we're talking about in the unhealthy fear is that fear of well what if the tire falls off the car while I'm driving down the road and setting up these scenarios that likely wouldn't happen, but spending so much time and energy focusing on these uh scenarios that haven't happened that we hamper life and cause hardship
1: yeah you're referring to uh what henry cloud in his books uh, he refers to as catastrophic thinking Mm -hmm. Uh, we can even say black and white thinking or negative thinking Uh, it's that type of thought process that often causes undue fear it's so unhealthy because uh, we'll say the what if the unhealthy what if questions that come to us all the time, but then that's not really reality, is it? It's it's projecting something out there and then living in the fear that's going to happen. That's so unhealthy. Uh, in fact, it's it's stepping out of re- reality, and, and living somewhere else because the reality of it right now is what is what is it? Well, mm-hmm. it is what it is, as many people uh, share today. But uh, we often live in fears that don't exist, and I'm going to say most. Uh, and rather than truly enjoying the experience and really what's going on, uh, and and not every moment is a is a problem. Going back to
0: what we said last week, never, a lot of people every moment live in the pee problem, don't they? Right, right. Well, and that's it. It causes not only us to miss the happiness and the joy in the moment, but also it can cause a lot of physical problems if you're living in that type of fear.
1: Oh, I'm going to say most physical. I mean, if we, if, we could, if we had the ability to follow somebody their entire life and we see how the, the physical body works, and as you, I'm a pastor, not, not a physician, but uh, we understand this at this point, uh, how often through those thoughts that we have that are unhealthy, uh, that it's releasing some chemical, some hormone in your body like cortisol or adrenaline or whatever that may be, uh, and, and we're not designed to live in, in that environment. Right. We're designed to live in the endorphins and, uh, let's say, dopamine and serotonin and uh, oxytocin. I call that the God cocktail versus the devil cocktail. Mm-hmm. And so if we can get into the state, into the experience of living with God and others the way God designed it to be, we're going to live in that God cocktail, if I can put it that way, uh, rather than always being stressed out or freaked out about something because of the fear of perhaps maybe the guy driving next to me is going to cut me off or mm-hmm. I'm not going to, the fear of not getting somewhere on time. And you can go on and on with that. And so, yes, that reality is after time, think about it, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, it's going to catch up with you physically. It has to, and and so that's where the Bible talks about in the book of Proverbs, and uh, I believe I quoted this in the message last week, Proverbs ten twenty seven: the fear of the Lord adds length mm-hmm. uh, to life, but the years of the wicked, that's the fear of man, are cut short, and as I shared on Sunday, uh, I'm not necessarily referring to the physical life. We're talking about the spiritual life here, because how many uh, dead Christians and uh, do we experience in the sense of they're so miserable, there's no happiness. Mm-hmm. They're always just living towards their problem rather than to, towards that purpose that God has given them to to live
0: in and to really be with God and others uh, with. Does right. that make sense? Yes. Right, so. exactly. So then uh, that brings up another question, uh, and maybe not so much a question as a, uh, a revelation of, so if I'm living in these fears... Yes. And, and maybe even becoming addicted to that adrenaline and, and all that kind of thing, right. setting up catastrophic thinking because I'm, I'm addicted to those chemicals. Yeah. But then, uh, at some point, how do we step back and identify then what is it that's fueling this fear so that I can then take the necessary right. steps to come back out of that?
1: What came to mind, let's go directly to, first of all, Scripture. Where Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen says, "Fear God, obey my commands," for this is the full responsibility of all human beings. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, we have to change our perspective because, uh, in, in my own opinion, now I believe most, and I'm speaking in the context of Christians now, uh, still have the perspective of problem solvers or being. Their goal is to be good problem solvers in life. Right. Well, the world says to be a good problem solver. God says, no, I have a purpose for you. I need you to be a good purpose driver and live within your purpose, not your problems. And for any Christian that that's listening to this podcast, I would challenge, you know, what is your purpose? Is there a is there a clear picture of that purpose? purpose as we see Jesus living he had a clear purpose of heaven the other side of the cross right even though the cross was part of that purpose it was not in sense his overall purpose
0: the cross the cross is a problem right and no matter what problem came up his focus was always on the always
1: purpose. so as a Christian we are not to be the best problem solvers in the world we are to step into the kingdom of God and be the, as I share, the best purpose drivers, first and foremost in your own life, help others and then expand that to to the outer ends of the world uh, so that we can truly uh, understand the kingdom of God here on earth and of course beyond as where Jesus is now both in our heart and uh, in heaven. And so uh, yeah to to resolve, that challenge if you will we have to take care of again going back to what we said last week that pp problem and uh, we have to get stay focused because without without the purpose in place problems are going to come without the purpose in place how do you get back to focus with god you can't mm-hmm. and so uh, as i shared last sunday would be two sundays ago now that then all you're doing is surviving your problems uh, A problem solver is a survivor. A purpose driver is a thriver towards God's kingdom. And let me say this. When you're living in your purpose, as I share in the book, uh, chapter one, when you're living within that purpose, no matter where you're at in life in this moment, you're experiencing happiness and fulfillment. And that is exactly what we're after. We have to live within our purpose and then expand that purpose, first and foremost, for our se- – we, well, excuse me. First, we live and uncover that purpose within us, and then we expand that in a way that it's going to benefit others as well as reduce suffering in this world. Mm-hmm. And once we understand that, no matter who you are – with that perspective and living in that purpose, how how can you not be happy or fulfilled?
0: That's how God designed it to be. Like the song says, "Don't worry, be happy." <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Which Jesus said, "Don't be afraid; just believe."
1: Ha- have you can't, faith. You can't be happy in your problems. I, I'm going to share that right now. Well, you can enjoy it and have fun with it, but then all you're doing is waiting purpose and problems once you start thinking about it, it just makes so much sense. So Christian, what's your focus? Is it problems? Or is it purpose? Now let me say this about purpose, John. We're talking about fear because you you asked for an antidote here for for this, this condition we see many Christians in. But understand the purpose has to be God's purpose. It can't be subjective. Right. right. It has to be objective. And we have to uncover God's purpose for our life. Life. Because we can say this too, we can be very selfish in our purpose. Well, I'm living for uh, my marriage. I'm living for my children or grandchildren, or I'm living perhaps, but God wants you to get beyond that because first and foremost, when you step into the kingdom of God, it's God's purpose first. Mm-hmm. Because we know this, anything under God's purpose can disappear within moments. Now, it's, it's a sad day if, if that does happen, but at the same time, you still are focused on God's purpose. Whatever happens in life, then now you have a means, we can say antidote, if you will, or a cure for that unhappiness. I'll get right back to my purpose. Now you're going to have grief as we see King David, we see many characters and people in the Bible dealing with loss. Yes, but notice this the ones that were in the purpose, they were guided through the Holy Spirit, through God's direction, and they recovered and they got back to their purpose,
0: no matter what. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. yeah. So keeping the, as Paul says, <laughs> the Apostle Paul, keeping your eye on the prize.
1: Yeah, don't miss the mark, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and we have to understand that. Now let me make it very clear, yes we have temporary purposes, you know, as you well know. In different li-
0: roles in life. Yeah, Lilypad
1: yes. was here, my granddaughter, uh, and uh, she's she's the apple of my eye. However, you know, if I'm not careful and then my purpose is my grandchild or my children, well, we all know the reality there, God forbid anything would happen, and of course I'd be extremely heartbroken or whatever that may be, but I always have again when God is my priority, that personal relationship with God and in that purpose, then I have confidence with whatever happens I can get through it. Mhm. And that in itself provides that sense of fulfillment. And so how important that is. That's why work doesn't uh, fulfill the gap. Uh, Children, marriage, it's only God that can fulfill or excuse me, fill that gap so that we can truly experience happiness or contentment, as Paul put it, wherever you may be. And so with that, uh, it is the ultimate. um, Can we say feel good? Absolutely. <laughs> or happiness or better word
0: would be fulfillment in this conversation. And then you're replacing that fear with faith. Yes. Because your focus then is on God. And of
1: course, uh, what is the, the, uh, the great antidote, self-control. Uh, we have to be, we've got to learn our emotions and that's, uh, fear is nothing more than an emotion. Uh, however, uh, we got to learn how to discern the fear in our life. And is that the voice of God? Because most people um, fail to realize it's fear, the fear of God, is the voice of God in your life. And uh, we experienced that on Sunday where we did a child's dedication, Mm -hmm. and uh, we had three families up there. I asked each uh, uh, family, the parents of the family, to uh, give a little um, quote or thought or why they're doing what they're doing. Uh, And each family I called the day before. And all of them said no, why? Because they were freaked out, there was fear there. Mm -hmm. But then I coached them a little bit and then through that, they listen to the fear. Is this the voice of God speaking, or are you just freaked out because you are a man or a person, human being, and you're mm-hmm. too scared to speak in front of people because you don't want to be embarrassed, you don't want to be shamed. I said, you better listen to God. Perhaps God is speaking, and he wants you to share a few words about your relationship with your child and why you're dedicating your child to God's service to let the congregation know. And as you experienced, all three families with that fear stepped up and gave a small testimony which blessed everybody absolutely there's
0: God right mm-hmm. there yeah absolutely right so um, as we get closer to the end of the podcast here yes. this episode, what are steps that we can take then to replace unhealthy fear with faith um, and uh, one of those I'm going to just throw out there is uh, uh, Drake's weekly devotion <laughs> 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 mistakes not me that one no the the commands of Christ yes Yes. thank you I I went to my what I wrote yesterday yes right the commands of Christ those replacing those fears with the commands of Christ that uh, you're writing a weekly devotion on
1: and and that is the antidote to fear right faith well faith the content of our faith uh in, in the sense of the way and the content of the way is all of those directives or commands that Jesus uh, gives us. If we can get those into our mind, uh, and we can truly get into our working memory where we can get it into memory and into our heart, when we are having conversation, God will recall those, his words, Mm -hmm. so that you can be very discerning, you can listen properly, you can be discreet, and you make decisions based on the commands of Christ, because we are commanded as Christians to have the mind of Christ, and and we have to when we're feeling, uh, when we're truly in 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 the conversation and communing with one another, those should be in our heart, so that we can truly be a blessing to that other person and to ourselves,
0: because when we're doing that then we're in the god cocktail of all the chemicals i referred to earlier and it changes our default setting if you will to the the setting of yeah. faith rather than the setting of fear right.
1: and what's what's the first command repent. is repent mm-hmm. well that produces humility and we have to live in that that mode of humility every conversation every moment of the day so that we can have discernment based on the commands of Christ and make proper decisions so that we can truly fulfill
0: our purpose but let's let's go grand here God's purpose together absolutely. Well, and I'm going to uh, throw out a little uh, PSA here. If uh, you're listening to this podcast and you're not currently receiving Pastor Drake's uh, weekly devotion, I would ask you to email us at wonderfullyweirdliving at gmail.com and let us know so we can get you on the email list and make sure we get that in your hand each week. It will be an absolute blessing to you. I, I promise you that. So let me recap. We asked the three questions here in the midst of our discussion, but let me recap them here as we come to the end of the program. Number one is fear hampering your faith and causing undue hardship in life. And I'm going to add on to that. And if so, why are you so afraid? As Jesus said, number two, what right now seems to be fueling your fear. And that's identifying those things that are triggers, if you will, for fear. And number three, then, What steps can you take to replace fear with faith? And that's the question we just answered here at the end of the program. Intentionality. Intentionality. Once again, uh, go to uh, Drake's website. That's wonderfullyweirdliving.com. The book is now available, Wonderfully Weird, right there. Uh, It'll give you uh, a little bit of information about it and some options and uh, uh, get your own copy of it. We're going to be talking more and more about the contents of the book as we go along here uh, in conjunction with the things that we're talking about in our weekly message and, and such but uh i think what folks will find drake as they start to read the book is it's it's just presenting the same thing we're talking about anyway just in a little different light is all
1: yes and it's just completely focused on on your god purpose through your own preferences which is the subjective self and and once you understand that then we can go and go
0: reach uh, create a movement for christ throughout all the world Absolutely. So that's wonderfullyweirdliving.com. Go to there and uh, get your own copy of Wonderfully Weird by Drake Hunter. Well, Drake, it's always a pleasure to visit. We always have more that we want to talk about, but we run out of time. Uh, We want to be respectful of people's time, and uh, I appreciate your time.
1: Well, thank you. And right back at you, uh,
0: ditto on everything you just said. All right. Well, that is this week's episode. We'll be back next week and visit again. For Pastor Drake Hunter, I'm John Waters. Thanks for listening to Wonderfully Weird Living. Find out more about your uniqueness when you get your own copy of Drake's book, Wonderfully Weird, available in the fall of 2019. And please email us with your questions or comments at wonderfullyweirdliving at gmail.com. Join us again next time as we continue to explore Wonderfully Weird Living. I'm John Waters. Thank you for joining us.